What it do? Happy New Year. It's 2023. Dicey world. Let's get it. So glad you're here with us. You're with me. You know what that means? That means you made it. You know, it's always a blessing anytime you wake up this side of the dirt. You know, you made it to 2023. A lot of us didn't make it to the finish line. You know what I'm saying? From 22 to 23. So thank God we're here. The Jordan year. And uh feels so good to be back on the on the one and two, the mic. It's been a while since I recorded something. Ventured off in the dicey world. What's going on with y'all? Y'all good? Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, just to let you know, once again, you are tuned in to Dicey World. I am your host, Dice. You can catch me on the social media platforms, Twitter. Dicey World, D-I-C-E-Y-W-0-R-L-D. Instagram, catch me at D-I-C-E-Y-W-0-R-L-D.C-0-M. You know? So, yeah, welcome to 2023. What's going on? What's up with y'all? Everybody good? Even though it's like, you know, mid-January right now. It's my first time speaking to y'all in a while. So anyway, you know, a couple of things that have been catching my eye. Uh, number one, the Keith Murray podcast. The Keith Murray podcast. Legendary hip-hop MC Keith Murray. Uh, most known, infamously known for being with, you know, Def Squad, Eric Sermon, Hip hop dude back in the mid, early to mid 90s, early 2000s. Anyway, it's this uh, podcast on YouTube I check out. I highly recommend it. Uh, the Art of Dialogue. You know, dude has a, a lot of good celebrity, a lot of good hosts. I'm sorry, uh, celebrities, a lot of good guests. They venture off and delve into, you know, interesting topics. Within the hip hop world, the hip hop, you know, conspiracy theories, the dramas, all that stuff. But anyway, Keith Murray has been on uh, the Art of Dialogue. And let me say, that dude is a fool, man. <laughs> Super entertaining, uh, mastered the art of storytelling. You know, I think one of the uh, comments said, at this point, I don't even care if the stories are real or not. This dude is entertaining. He's just super, super funny. You know, whether it's the standing up with the the physical comedy, the outrageous, you know, sensational stories, I highly recommend the Keith Murray podcast, you know what I'm saying, on the art of dialogue. Also, my man Stephen A., you know, I got to talk about Stephen A. again, my man, my main man, 50 Grand, you know, I did a podcast on him, wrote a little blog, check that out on the YouTube channel or the website. But uh, he caught some flack recently. You know, he's on tour right now doing a little media run, promoting his new book, his new memoir, Straight Shooter. You know, he did a media run, you know, with the, like the little lady circuit, for lack of a better word. So I think he was on like The View and the Sherry Shepard show. So anyway, he was on, I think, let's just say the Sherry Shepard show. And uh, she was asking him questions. I think they got into the Super Bowl. And uh, 
I think Sherry had brought up, you know, hey, Stephen A., are you, are you excited? You know, Rihanna's going to perform at halftime. You know, I get it, you know. You know, it's been a while since Rihanna has performed, has brought out new new music. That's what all of her fans keep clamoring and ask for. Oh, Riri, we need some new music. Listen, I'm not mad at you, Riri. You know, you a new a new mom, enjoying motherhood for the first time. You know, you falling back on billions with your cosmetic line, your beauty salon, Fenty. She ain't got no time for no music, so I'm not even tripping. Um, but you know, she's trying to get it back out there. You know, she scratched the surface recently, had a song uh on the Black Panther 2 soundtrack. You know, it had a lukewarm reception. You know, I I liked it. It was cool. You know, I think I see what Rihanna was trying to do, trying to show some growth and some some depth and some range, hitting those notes and not having that traditional Rihanna song, trying to show some versatility. So I'm not mad at it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, there's a lot of fanfare and anticipation for her performance for the Super Bowl and it's spilling over. It spilled over. So Sherry Shepard asked Stephen A, you know, Stephen A, are you looking for, you know, to Rihanna uh, performing? And then Stephen A said, yeah, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this part. Yeah, she all right. But she's no Beyonce. Oh, man. Oh, man. The Rihanna Navy, the Rihanna fans, everybody was on Stephen A's neck. I mean, to the point he had to come on his own show a sports show first take the next day or a couple of days after subsequently and explain himself. And, you know, he kind of backpedaled. He kind of said, yeah, you know, uh, I apologize to Rihanna, but I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was a crime to have a favorite artist or to prefer, you know, one artist to another. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that sounded good, but come on, Stephen A. You know, what's the old adage? What did the elder say? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And you know, you could have been more diplomatic. Um, when Sherry Shepard asked you about the question or asked you the question, are you looking forward to Rihanna, her performance in the Super Bowl? You could have said something like, you know, Rihanna's a good performer. I'm looking forward to her comeback musically. And uh, I'm sure she'll do well uh, for the Super Bowl performance. Like, you ain't got to... You know what I'm saying? Put one person down to uplift the other person or to highlight, you know, put a focus on their talents. Come on, Stephen. I mean, I know you're playing TV, but this isn't like first take. You can't be – you're not comparing Kobe and Mike or LeBron and Kobe. You know what I'm saying? It's a no-win situation when you got two heavyweights like Rihanna and Beyonce. So – I thought he could have took the more diplomatic role, but he did kind of backpedal and say, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't know it was a crime to have a favorite or have a, a preference. You didn't come off like that, though. When she asked you the question, you know, about Rihanna, you said she's no Beyonce. You know, I'm trying to make it sound like Beyonce or uh, Rihanna was chopped liver, you know, or that she was so inferior to Beyonce. So. You know what the implication was, but I love you, Stephen A. Hopefully you learn from that. You feel what I'm saying? All right, next on the agenda. We're going to talk about people being shamed and, you know, being under attack for liking 
the Nike Air. I'm sorry, the Nike Panda Dunk. And you know what I'm saying? And for you out there, for you, for you people out there, for those out there, those of you who aren't sneakerheads, let me show you exactly what I'm talking about. You feel me? Let me show you right here. Because mm. I had, a, I got a problem. You know, I was strolling through Instagram on a, what was this? This weekend. And somebody was like, yeah, I'm at Disney World. Let's see how many uh, Nike Panda Dunks I can spot within, you know, my little trip. And at the end of his little trip or his video, the duration of his Disney World trip, I guess he spotted 75 dunks. You know, <clears throat> if you have, if you own a pair of Nike Panda Dunks, don't feel ashamed. You know, don't be guilt tripped out and feeling embarrassed for for wearing something that you like. You know, I hear all the criticism about the Nike Panda Dunk. Oh, everybody has them. Oh, people who can't dress, they wear them because they match everything. So you're a lazy dresser if you wear them. Or, oh, they're the new white girl Air Force One. Da, 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 da. Listen, I feel like 90% of the people who are making those claims, number one, number one, they have a pair of dunks. You feel what I'm saying? So why are they hating? You know, the all-white Air Force One, the most used and abused in the OD used shoe and probably sneaker sneaker history. That never caught that shoe never caught any flack. You didn't you didn't boo out Nelly when he was talking about giving me two purrs. Nah, you helped make that song go number one. You know what I'm saying? Timberlands. I know it's not a sneaker, but people OD with that shoe. Nobody ever gave you flat. Like sneakerheads, man. Like I love sneaks, but I'm not like OD like that with the sneakerhead community. They have their own unwritten rules. Like you can't wear Jordan mids and no uh, Air Force One mids and so forth. I mean, my thing is this. If you like it, I love it. Do what you want to do. Wear what you want to wear. Don't let anybody shame you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people criticizing the uh, Panda Dunk, like I said, they probably got their own pair. And then um, secondly, you know, they probably own you like that because they wanted to be exclusive so bad. You know what I'm saying? Yes. When the Pandas came out, they were very exclusive. Hard to find. Hard to get. Now everybody's complaining. Oh, everybody has a pair. But guess what? There's a community, a community, a population, a pocket of people in society who are still clamoring and who still want the the panda dunk because they don't have the panda dunk. So don't shame these people out here, man. Quit being, quit being bougie, y'all. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Now we're gonna try. We're gonna try something new. Here I go. So when I was also going through Instagram and I saw that little uh, Panda Dunk post or whatnot, I, uh, you know, I made a comment on the post on Shade Room. And then a couple days later, I got over like 13,000 likes. And recently I've been doing that. I've been on fire lately, you know. I might be on somebody's page and I might drop a comment 
and get a lot of a lot of comments, you know, a lot of interaction, a lot of impressions. So I say, you know what? If I if I make a post or if I make a comment, a post, and I get like over 50 likes, I'm gonna bring it over here to Dicey World. So I got one this weekend on the shade room. All right. And we're gonna call this, we're gonna call this, y'all. Gonna call this in the comments. All right. And the first example, I'm gonna show you right now. Um, the post was with Raven Simone and her wife. She's in an interracial uh relationship and in interracial marriage. And um Shay Room had interviewed Raven and her wife talking about, you know, black hair products for women. And so let me just show you. Let me see if I can play the video. Let me see if it works. Yeah. I gotta ask you guys, we're at the You People movie premiere, and it's about interracial relationships, meeting the family. You guys are in an interracial relationship. No. <laughs> so I want to hear from the both of you. Um, what's something about your culture or race that you don't want to have to explain to friends or a partner? Um, for example, I may not want to explain why I wear a scarf to go to bed at night. You know, so what's something that's like... Miranda. So my post, and I couldn't go to the likes, guys. Like on Instagram, I couldn't for some reason when I have it on the on the laptop, they won't let me go to my my comment with all the the interaction and impressions. But here it is right here. That's what I said. I said Raven Tartar well. Great answer, execution, and delivery. I said, wow, this is a career, a career high for me. 13,430 likes. I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and I thought the comment was dry. I thought it was just, it was Reggie. It was regular, you know, big deal. Raven Tartar well, great answer, execution, and delivery. All right, cool. Um, let's see here. What do people say? I'm weak. And then the at the plugs wife said she didn't really say anything and I responded to the plugs wife. And sometimes that's the best thing, but I don't agree. Miranda, you said a mouthful. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about that. What else we got here? Some comments. All right. This dude right here, King Desmo 713 at the delegate 24. Very poor answer. The logic of women is horrendous. Hmm. Black business makes money from all races. 
And then I say, that's true. But it appeared to me she was massively replying to all the sisters out there complaining of product shortage because the colonizers are excessively buying it up. You know, yeah, I have no issue. I have no issue with whomever is buying the product. You know, I'm showing these black business owners when they're making their product, they're not saying, oh, yeah, it's a black product. Only one black dollars. No, the only color that matters as you already know, when you're black business, I'm sorry, any kind of business owner is the color green. You don't care about black, white, brown, no, none of that. It's about making money. But from a, cons a consumer perspective, you know, you really have to consider and sympathize, you know, with our sisters who are going to these, these, these pharmacies, these stores, these markets, they're going down the aisle in the beauty supply section and this massive aisle. They have a sliver of a little section with black supplies, you know what I'm saying, that meet their needs for their, their beauty products or finding beauty products for their, their beauty needs. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's cocoa, butter, lotion, grease, whatever. So you have a small little section and a small little you know what I'm saying, option or selection of, of products to get, and they're all gone. So my thing is this, you know, to all my Karens and Miranda's out there, I'm not mad at you for buying the stuff. Yeah, you know, promote the business, and if it works for you, cool, but don't OD, though. You know what I'm saying? Instead of buying one bottle, why are you buying 20 bottles? You know what I'm saying? So the sisters who really need the, the product, they they sure they can't get it because you bought 20 bottles and you don't need all that stuff. So I'm saying just don't OD. All right. All right. What's the next? What's the next comment? Um. All right. Alora444 says, why assume her wife taught her? I thought this was common knowledge. Fair point, you know, about why assume her wife taught her. I'm sure that uh, Miranda's, you know, forward thinking. And her progressiveness and her being down for the movement. Um, I'm sure that's what attracted Raven to her, those vibes. So, all right, I'm sure she was already woke or self-aware. So that's a fair point. But the second point, I thought this was common knowledge. Unfortunately, Alora, we're living in the age right now where common knowledge ain't that common. Common sense ain't that common. So you got to act accordingly. It's unfortunate. You would love to think that people have common sense and common knowledge nowadays, but people want to be blissfully ignorant, you know what I'm saying? And just quick to attack you and quick to attack others and throwing rocks out of glass stones and so forth, man. And acting like they can't relate, you know, to situations in life. You know, there's nothing new underneath the sun, but... Whatever. Let's go to the next comment. I think there's another one that had. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Heavenly said this in response to King Desmo. Actually, they need to hear that from her first Raven to receive it. PSA, PSA is from Miranda to her sister girls. They are not the targeted market for those products. I used to get offended by the black hair product section but it's necessary for the this reason specifically if they were mixed in 
with the other products, white women will probably buy them up, not knowing the benefits for us and all the extra shampoo they will need to buy to rinse these heavy products from their hair, leaving us with a dry scalp because Karen may not have known any better. And I fear I hear uh, Heavenly 27's uh, initial point. They need to hear that from her versus Raven to receive it. PSAs from Miranda to her sister girls. That brings me back, you know, to all that, you know, when Black Lives Matter, you know, that whole vibe had resurged within the sports community. And, you know, the athletes were uh, boycotting and speaking out loud and everything. What was one of the biggest things people were saying? We need our white counterparts to say something so it can resonate. We need the Tom Brady's out there to say something. Uh, you know, all of these these white athletes, these premier premier white athletes who are down for the cause. No, don't say anything. Don't be silent. It's going to take your voice to resonate. So <clears throat> I thought that was a good point, you know? All right, back to me. But yeah, guys, that's about it, though. Um, coming off the NFL weekend, that was lit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got Cincinnati versus Kansas City in the championship, AFC championship game. And then we have uh, who? San Fran versus Philadelphia. Uh, I'm not going to delve into that too much, but I'm going to say it's going to be Cincinnati versus Philadelphia in the Super Bowl, guys. You heard it first. Cincinnati versus Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. But anyway, though, guys, that's my time. Um, it was it was real. Thanks for listening. I hope you were entertained or got something, felt the vibe. Once again, check me out on my social media platforms at Dicey World, D-I-C-E-Y-W-0-R-L-D. That's Twitter, Instagram, D-I-C-E-Y-W-0-R-L-D.C-0-M. <clears throat> All right, y'all. I'm out. Hasta la vista, pasta and pizza. And remember, boys and girls, anything can happen in Dicey World. Until next time, I'm out.